You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Euro 2020 show. I'm Scott McBride, delighted to be your host as always. A very special show to get through tonight. Wilson is sitting there with an angry, angry face. So let's go straight to Wilson. England are through to the final of Euro 2021. Introduce everybody first, Wilson. How are you? Depressed. Shankers, how are we? I am. Um, I wouldn't say I'm low because I, I kind of expected it. So I think when you when you expect things like that and it happens, it's, it kind of softens the blow a wee bit. Rory, how are we? Mixed emotions. I thought the Danes played well for about 75 minutes, but the level of expertise I bring to this show in my predictions is, oh, you can't beat it. One each at full time, two one England after extra time is just, I mean, I'm not just predicting things. I'm I'm giving you full time results, extra time results. and I don't know what more you can ask for me. Did you back it? Yes. Right, let's dissect the full game. England won two one against Denmark. It was a an up and down game. I think basically everything happened. We'll start with Wilson. Did the right team win? No. No, I actually think now this has gone beyond a football game. <laughs> as I was just saying to you there. This is this is now we're going, as I told you before we come on the show, our grandkids will read about this conspiracy theory and how this referee has accepted payment, as has his cohorts at the VAR, um, to make sure England get to the final. If England don't get to the final, then there'll be more folk at the Stewarton game on Saturday than would be at the Wembley on Sunday. So there's, there's something definitely amiss. Now, again, as we've all experienced in our lives, referees make mistakes. How the VAR can make the same mistake, it's it's impossible. And I've been a massive advocate for it. I've, I've, I think it's a great thing. But if they can't see that that's not a penalty, then it's it's a complete waste of time and money. Right. Let's We'll talk about the penalty, penalty decision later on. We'll start off with the, the first kind of 10 minutes of the game, Shankers. England did come out of the traps flying. I think we kind of said last night, uh, both, both uh, Denmark and uh, Denmark and England have come out the trap flying in, in their recent games, and and that's what we expect, expected. And it was it was high intensity for I would say probably the majority of the game till till the kind of end there when England were just kind of mucking about with the ball and stuff like that. But it, it was they come out the traps flying, and the only thing I think was was missing was was that early goal. But once Denmark got a foothold in the game and settled, then they kind of I thought they kept their shape well and, and they were almost when Stones and Maguire had the ball, they were retreating a wee bit and saying, right, fair enough, we're happy for you to have the block when coming breakers down. And and for England's first goal, that's what he did. I, I don't like when Kane dropped deep, but it was a perfect example of how he does it. He drops deep, gets the ball, feeds it through the line for Saka, it's a cut back and a goal. And that's that's obviously why why he's, he's dropping deep and bringing that into his game. I thought I thought his hold up and link up tonight was, was excellent. Rory. Denmark came into the game and scored a terrific free kick. It's a terrific strike, but should the goalie save it? Yes, he should. No, well, Jordan Pickford shouldn't save it because he's not good enough to save it. Um, he's one of these. He's one of these players. He's one of these goalies that flats to deceive. 
you know, it's it's a little bit of a cliche, but the old camera saves. He's he's a good goalie. He's a good shot stopper. He's good, but that's that's where the lines run. You know, you look at his opposition number on Sunday. It'll be done done a He doesn't just save it. He, you know, he, he shuffles across his line. And probably probably catches it uh, or tips it over the bar. Uh, maybe I'm exaggerating to prove a point, but yes, that a keeper at that level in the European Championship semi final should be saving that, in my opinion. And I know Gary Neville said at half time the same thing, and Ian Wright disagreed. It is a fantastic strike, but it should be getting saved by a goalie of England number one standard, in my opinion. It's not in the corner, it's right in the middle of goals. Um, I, I, for me, you should save it. Wilson, what's your thoughts on that? What's your thoughts on the Denmark goal? Do you think it is just a too good a strike, or do you agree with Rory? I'm undecided to be honest. Um, I again, it's it's hard to know. I mean, I say the boys will know better than me, but the power behind it sometimes, you know, I I, I felt I agree with Rory what Rory said. To be fair, like an international or world class goalkeeper saving it. Um, we saw the angle from behind the goal. You know, it looked as if he should he should be saving it, or as Rory said, tipping it over the bar. Um, but it's a fantastic strike for for that distance and with that power to get it on target. Again, the, the, I mean the wall when effect did its job. The wall all jumped. It was just it was just a great hit. Um, but yeah, I probably agree with Rory should be saving it. But I'm glad he didn't. Shan kills England. Get back into it through an own goal. It was a terrific run for Saka to play in Raheem Sterling, but Kiar got there first and put the ball in his own net. What was your thoughts in the first half? I thought, as I said earlier, I thought uh, both teams kind of started at a good pace and and that kind of carried on through. I think England's missed a golden opportunity two seconds before they actually scored. I think Sterling should probably score it and he'll probably know that himself. But, I mean, if the defender doesn't try and intercept it and, and uh, clear it, Sterling's got a tap in anyway and unfortunately he's put it into his own net. But Wilson said on, on the group, after England scored that one, I, I only seen one winner, to be honest. Was that Rory? Was that think that was down to tiredness that kind of once England scored, Denmark's kind of fatigue set set in. Think there was a bit of that, or did you see Denmark trying getting back into the game at any point? Uh, listen, up until about the 70, 75th minute, I felt although England were the dominant team, it, it probably could have went either way. It wasn't until maybe the 75th, 80th minute that I thought Denmark started to look a little bit leggy, and I thought they lost belief a little bit. Um, however. I mean, when England equalised, I still thought the game was relatively even. England are always going to have more possession of the ball. That you know they've got the better football inside, but I still thought it was relatively even up until that point, seventy um, fifth, eightieth minute. But now I, I don't think that that goal changed the outcome of the game. I just felt that listen on the balance of play, England were the better team, but on the balance of play last night, Spain were the better team, and I, I just think come the final. I, I, I genuinely believe Italy will take two or three off England in the final. I, I really, really do. Um, I, I really do. Uh, and that's not to say England won't score. I, I think Sterling, is, Sterling and Kane are top-notch, but I, I really do think that Italy have got the name on the on the cup. I, 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 I just can't see past them. I really can't. But Denmark are not in Italy. Uh, the only team that England have played so far that we could fall into that category is Germany. Don't get me wrong, Croatia are a good side. But tonight, 
again in the semi-finals. They've come up against Denmark, and that's kind of how I thought the Ukraine game would go as well. To be fair, England would have enough overall and scrape through. They've done that tonight, but come Sunday, Italy will be a step too far. You know, I think teams that, that like Germany, who who are a nation uh, uh, that probably should be taking the game, play teams suit England slightly a wee bit, whereas like the teams have played so far, Scotland, Croatia, Czechs, even Denmark. To say, I'm not saying sat in and camped in, but they're a wee bit slightly more defensive minded than than what uh, you look like at that, the that in Germany. You look at the chances though that England have have gave up to other teams. The Muller chance. Mm-hmm. Um, the chances tonight, for example, Italy need Italy at the moment need half a chance, and they're bending it and putting Insigne, Chiesa, um, Locatelli. There's a there's an array of of talent in there that is take eating up half chances. Never mind taking them, like slowing them in the top bin. And Pickford looked a nervous wreck. It did, it, his distribution tonight was very very poor. It, it wasn't just his distribution as well. There's some of his punches, and then he's screaming at other players, almost like a almost like a nervous. Re- it's like a tick, like like a nervous reaction. Like he needs to kind of almost confirm the the action he's taking. I just think when they come up against Italy on Sunday, Italy have got three or four players who are not just taking chances; they're gobbling up half chances. Wilson, you're a very well revered and respected coach in the Ayrshire district. <laughs> Does Gareth... oh, not, not even, not even. <laughs> Trust me, not even. Does Gareth Southgate deserve a lot of credit for getting for his tactics tonight? Well, he's he's won the game, hasn't he? Um, I think I, I I was very confused. I was I was often I was often on watching it because I had the kids tonight. Um, I was very confused with the Greeley substitution, and I know you guys were kind of on the WhatsApp a wee bit. Um, about he's giving the ball away, but then he was drawing fouls. Um, I, I, I didn't really get the Trippier substitution because I think he had enough pace down that side and an outball in Kyle Walker. I thought maybe if he was going to play Sterling the full 120 minutes, he could have knocked him out there and played Grealish in as a 10 as such. So I didn't really get get that substitution, but he's, he's, he's won the game, you know, and he, he's, in terms of the squad, he's probably doing the right things by... Giving everyone a kick of the ball in these European championships, there can't be very many left. There's maybe nobody on the pitch at any at any stage, so you do have to give the guy credit. You've got to give any manager that gets to a fellow European Championships credit. But I would just like to point out that the only manager he's not get the better of is Sir Steve Clark. It's the only team that England haven't beaten. Did that did that game tonight remind you of that the Scotland game though? But how how can out Denmark played? Did it remind you a bit of that game or the way? Because I think England did kind of struggle once Denmark got a foot in the game, and I thought it was I, the same po- poss- possibly. But again, at that time, Scotland looked. It was two games into the tournament. I think Scotland were right. a bit fitter as well. I think Denmark, as Rory said, about 70, 75 minutes, they were done in. You know, and I think when you put in the chat that they would have taken penalties <laughs> right, right there and then. Um, and and again, sometimes. You know, you can appreciate getting beat from a better team, but to get beat in those circumstances, and can you imagine? I mean, please God, let Locatelli or Chiesa dive in the 119th minute on Sunday and get a penalty and win it, because there'll be an absolute Italian assassination if, if they get away with something like that. So, But I'm sorry, I totally disagree with Rory. I, I, I think with the pace that England possess, you know, from midfield to front, 
um, and Sterling, etc. I think they'll bounce certainly off the park. Right, we'll go through. We'll go through everybody. We know Wilson's viewing the penalty. Shanker's drink us a penalty. No, uh, I think they've not actually made it clear what because it was kind of. I'm not saying two fouls, but there was two kind of. What the first man and the second man and the second man's he's came across. He's no body straight. That's the only one that it looked as if it could be given for because he's. Came into contact with him at, at that point. It looks like Sterling's already in his way down to the ground after like dodging the first one. So uh, I just cannot believe for the life of me that we've got all this technology nowadays. See if, see if Bar was away, scrap Bar, and it was back to back to before, and, and that's apparent. I can see really see why the ref's given it for his angle. But for him to have the opportunity to go to a screen or a more almost he's He's gave the decision right, but somebody's just okay in it. Don't see semi final of the 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 Euros. Surely to double check, he should be going over to the monitor and having a, a look if he sell. That's what it's there for. Can and I think if he watches it a couple of times for a couple of different angles, he does make a different decision. I, I just can't for the life of me think why why he's given that. I, I, I can see why he's given it, but I can't for the life of me think why he's not went to VAR and double checked it. I just, I think well, that's he's what he's been paid for. money. He's been paid large amounts of money <laughs> by the British government to make sure that England are in that final on Sunday. That's that's why he's given it, and that's why the person hiding it, St George's Park or wherever they are watching it on the telly, that's why he's that's why he's not been overturned. That's a fact. Rory, where do you stand on it? Listen, I think Shankers has pretty much summed up perfectly. I, I would completely, completely agree with that. I, do, I don't, I, I don't go along with, uh, with Wilson's conspiracy theories. But <laughs> in, in relation to the the actual incident itself, if I was a referee, I think I would probably give it. If I got, a, if I got a chance to look at the replays and get a chance to look at it again, I don't think I would give it. Um, so I listen. I, like I said, I'm no one for conspiracy theories. I don't think there's any money getting handed about, mm-hmm. just to be clear. But I, I would agree with what Shanker said. That if I was to explain my thoughts on it, I'd be pretty much repeating what Shanker said. So I'll no, I'll no bother. I think, well, I think if he gives it fair enough, he needs to check it. It's too big a game to not. Aye, that's basically my point. That's the magnitude of the game, is it's not as if it was four one and it was going to be a, it was got almost deciding deciding a game kind of thing. Uh, I know I know there's still time left in the game, but for a team to go up two one at that stage of the game and and the magnitude of the tie and everything, I just kind of can't believe that it's no one ever checked it. And he might go and check it, and he might still go with his decision. And that's fair enough. Aye. He's double checked it two and three times with different angles and he still gives it I, I, that's fair enough but I just I don't see why he's no no went over and checked it at all the only, the, only, the only reason he's not checked it is because he knows he's wrong by the reaction of both sets of players because not one England player and you would expect a Maguire or a shot to be streaming into his face to get the penalty he gives the penalty though but he gives the penalty so why would you do that if he gives the penalty you're not going to go up well, to the well, ref. Well, could, could he be looking for send them off or whatever? Even when it went to VAR, it's the, never, the Denmark, it's never players, the Denmark players seemed relatively calm 
at the referee because they think, well, check value. Aye, aye, they, they, they almost aye, thought we're going to was very much, you know, check your cameras. Aye, but I think, there's, I, think there's all, I think there's also an element of that it's going to get checked, so we don't need to panic. I yeah. think players are starting to realise that. But what I would say is I, I don't think the magnitude of the game is relevant. The magnitude of any game is, is relevant to the team that's taking part. If it's the conference playoff final or the Lowland League in Scotland, it matters as much to that team as it does to, to England tonight. So I don't think the relevance of the game is relevant. I yeah, think it's, it's right a wrong decision. I I I and ultimately I don't agree with Wilkinson saying in terms of like the, the, the reasons why it's happened, but I couldn't agree more with Wilkinson and Shankers that ultimately the wrong decision was given. The penalty is the penalty, obviously Harry came takes a penalty, it's an appalling penalty, but he gets the rebound. What's the, what do we think of the penalty? Is it just a bad strike or is it a good save? I don't think it's a good that. save because he's he's let it, he's tipped it almost back out for a for a tap, and I think he's made the wrong choice. I think he's trying to catch it, and he could. I would probably need to see it a couple of times again, but I don't know if he's in a position to palm it to the side. I think it's quite close to his body, rather than outstretching. But it looks as if he's trying to catch it, and and he's made an asset, and it's fell. I mean. How much may a lot do you need? It just falls right out for a tap, and it, it, sometimes when you've got a lock, it just goes goes all your way, and, and that seems to be what's happened tonight. Wilson, now you've got a, a task. What channel are you going to watch the final on? BBC or ITV? Oh, ITV on you, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, don't 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 get me wrong. Lee, Lee Dixon was just as embarrassing. Um, you know, it was like, it was like listening to Gareth Southgate in the in the goal commentary. It was embarrassing. He's going, I can't sit down. I'm so nervous, and I don't care if it's a penalty. And oh my god! But at least he's got a wee bit about him. Him, unlike the rest of those clowns in the BBC. Um, so, and see, see, to be honest, I, I, I genuinely don't think I will watch it because I, I cannot cope when they're lifting that trophy. I cannot cope. I'll just be sitting looking at my bank statement. Waiting for Rory Alloy's money to come in and that maybe cheer, cheer me up. And I've actually got a couple other bets on with some people. I don't, I, Wilson, if England win, I don't think me transferring you 20 quid is going to change your mood. I will increase my mood 1% because that'll be my two MS10 golf hats for the summer. I'll be getting purchased uh, and that'll be me. And then I'll wear them when Pikey takes me down to Turnbury soon. So that's that's it. Well, every cloud, Rory, every cloud, but. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's devastating, you know, it's absolutely devastating. It's my birthday Sunday now, I imagine England win it. Oh, that is, I would cancel all birthdays from now until the end, mate, to be that honest. Would be, that would be a real shocker if, if England got <laughs> that. Yeah, normally the World Cup to Euros can I always can afford to run about my birthday, so it's quite good, but this time it could be a really bad one. Do you think though England, Rory, do you think England score if they don't get the penalty? Do you think, they, do you think they, it goes to penalties? Listen, it was it, it, it was either going to penalties or England were going to win. I, I didn't see any scenario where Denmark scored an extra time. I, I just didn't. They were penned in. England were battling them. Sterling was, you know, again, me and Shankers had that discussion on the WhatsApp. But for me, that is an unbelievably strong decision from Southgate. Grealish came on when they needed a goal, gave the ball away so many times. I won three kicks, but at that point, they're not trying to score again. It takes a strong manager to do that. And I think that... That was the right decision. Sterling was outstanding. Even in the second half, the extra time, he was still breezing by players. Grealish wasn't he doing that. He was giving the ball away. He was 
flattering to deceive. And I, I don't see a scenario where I don't see a scenario where Grealish comes on, even in the final. No, I, don't I, I think, thought it was that. I saw as well, like a few a few England fans saying about uh, what's what's Gareth Southgate got got against Jack Grealish. I don't think he's got anything against him. I think it was I, that's, purely. That's, I think it was that's, purely that's tactical. Fans who don't, like that, that. Of course, it was tactical. If you're looking at that game, going right. Who's most likely to give the ball away at two-one up with fifteen minutes to go in an offensive position? It was. It wouldn't be Sterling. Obviously, Foden's no come on yet. It's got to be Grealish. It's not that he's got anything against Grealish, but see, at the end of the day, at that level, if you come on and you don't perform, and you need to make it at the end of the day, if England don't score that, get that penalty and score the goal, ultimately, Grealish stays on the pitch, and there's no there's no questions asked. But they won the game. Grealish was very very poor when he came on, in my opinion. Gave the ball away continuously, made the wrong decision. Could I won free kicks in dangerous areas? That's fine, but for me, he didn't give enough. For me, as I said, I, I don't see a scenario where Grealish gets any minutes in the final. That's that. That's where you have to admire Southgate's bravery because he knows by making that tactical substitution, if England lose that game and he's sub Grealish on, he sub him back off. He'd be eaten alive by the media. You know, because Jack Gillis is one of the golden boys, another golden generation um, of, of young England players coming through, etc. And so that, that that's where half a percent, maybe a quarter a percent of me admires Gareth Southgate. Because um, it was, yeah, Rory's right in his analysis there, 100%. But it's still, it's still a brave decision to make. And regardless, you know, the rest of your life, you've, and I don't know if it's ever happened to you two boys, I'm quite sure it hasn't, but to be subbed on and subbed back off in the semi-final European Championship, uh, it could be pretty demoralising that I've, first for a player. I've, I've been hooked a couple of times at half-time in that, but I've not had the sub sub. But it's took me all, I've been taken off in five minutes to go and they've tried to put me back on when they conceded a goal, but I've never been taken off. To, I've never been huh? put on and taken off again, no. They've tried to put me on a couple of times, take me oh, off right. two minutes to go. Aye, aye, but uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty demoralising that, see, I would imagine. See this, on the sub, like, I would get it if Denmark were like throwing balls in and, and causing England serious, serious problems, but I think they were totally in control. Like, like I, I, did, I totally see the, the point, like, a bit Grealish giving the ball in that, but I, I don't think England were in the, the position where they, they needed an extra defensive minded player on. I, I don't know if it's just because there's 15 to go and, and they're well, up put, to put, put it this way, side of caution. Put it this way the, the name you put forward to take off out with Grealish was Sterling, right? So see see at half time of extra time, the, the, the question is put to you, right? Forget, because Jack Grealish is not going to knock at your door. There's going to be no quick consequences to your decision here. Mm-hmm. Who do you take off? I, I'm a million percent think everybody would take off Grealish. I think that the only the only people that would take Sterling off are the people who are weak enough to go, I'm going to get shite here. Ah, yeah, I, 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 I totally get that. I, I just didn't think some artists needed to take place in the first place, but uh, I mean, Ster- as you said, Sterling actually goes through and has a shot at the end and with his uh, 120 minutes in and he still looks fresh fresh as he did with, with five minutes played, but I just I didn't actually feel the need for an extra defender on, but I mean, Denmark team that was done to one they didn't really look as if and they were given absolutely everything at the end like whereas in took the big centre half up and they're playing balls up for flick on the I, I didn't see any of that I thought it was oh, it's the quite strange the way the game just kind of 
Peter do it then. It's one of those ones as well where, as a manager and as a player, the balance of power often switches based on results. Gareth Southgate can now go to his bed tonight. I know it's tournament football, but this is relevant in club football as well, knowing nobody has a right to knock on my door on Monday. So I can go to bed tonight and I can go to sleep and I can sleep well knowing that see if somebody knocks on my door on Monday, I can go fuck off, we won the game. Whereas, whereas there's times on the Monday where you've made, made, maybe made a decision and you've taken Grealish off and you've lost the game where you're like, how am I going to handle that conversation? So, you know, Southgate's got the decision right. They've won the game and it's a results-driven business. And Gareth Southgate's now got the right, if Jack Grealish knocks on his door, to go, well, let's, let's actually analyse the game here. We won the game and you gave the ball away X amount of times. This is the reason why I took you off. You know, thank you are in the same position on Sunday, like, even if they're one down or something like that, half an hour to go, do you know, think you would turn to somebody like Grealish, do you think that's him, him his tournament almost by now? But that, 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 that's where, where man management comes into play, and you you know, you, you can put him on and trust that he's going to be able to produce, and also it's the last game of the tournament, so he's not going to see him again, so he can do it. I've got any underneath illusions that Jack Grealish will go and Ken, that that'll never that'll almost be forgotten now. They're in the final and Grealish will go and play for England I mean know, 30, 40 times at least anyway. So we need, there's, a, there's a bigger picture and we need to make a, a special mention for Denmark as well, Wilson. Obviously, we know the circumstances they were faced uh, the first two games and I don't think any team can they could any team can be faced with what they they were faced with and come through and no feel under pressure and they come through it and they've reached the semi-final, played some terrific football. We'll have to give them a lot of credit for how how they've approached this tournament most. Oh, 100%, you know, it's what happened was, it was surreal at the time and I think possibly the Ericsson's recovery, well, to, to date as such, kind of galvanised them a wee bit, you know, obviously everyone at the time, and it was, it was extremely serious and again, I don't want to make excuses. I'll put it on record that England deserve to win that game tonight. I've, I've no qualms about that. No matter what they did, obviously by cheating and giving money to the referees, different. But again, you wonder possibly the kind of psychological pressure as well. You know, the relief they got, they get so far and they're knowing that a mistake puts them out. And after all what's happened, I just wonder if that possibly played its toll. Because, as I say, and I know they've played a lot of games, same as England, I thought they looked shattered. I thought, I thought that with the Ukraine as well, even the last 16. You know, after three, four games in a fortnight, they looked shattered. And I've said this for a while now, I'm, I'm actually a wee bit concerned. Not not so much now, because obviously, um, you know, Kelly's in the championship, but I'm concerned for a lot of these players and what kind of product the big leagues are going to have um, this season, because that's been a tough Euros on top of a tough season where they've crammed so I mean it's even by a game on every night of the week. <laughs> and then if you know they're going to play another full season and a half and then straight into a World Cup. Now I know these guys get plenty of money and their jobs to be fit, etc. But I, I do start to wonder about the standard of product. Um, Are you suggesting that Scotland going out three weeks ago is going to see a sparkling season in the SPL? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I think uh, big Angie. <laughs> Uh, we'll make sure it's a sparkling season in the SPL-wise. <laughs> Coaching techniques. I mean, a massive win today against former uh, Rumblers Cup finalist Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, was a great start to the, the era with Ajeti as captain and Gavin and John sitting playing knots and crosses in the dugout, which looked great. 
he looked thrilled to be there. Um, but not even for the high level leagues, you know, the especially the Premiership. A lot of these players play in the Premiership. Um, a couple of Danish guys uh, from Brentford as well, and I just think the product could be could be fairly poor with, with a lot of tired legs out there in the next couple of seasons. But see, that's what they get paid for anyway. Shankers, yeah, you want to add in Denmark before we move on? Um, no, I, I think I mean I had to be reminded by commentary that Denmark lost the first two games, so for them to be in this situation in the first place is is says a lot about them as a, a squad and. And as a unit togetherness, especially, I know we, we keep saying it, but after they've been through uh, pretty much one of the, the worst situations you could probably go through uh, in a tournament after the first game. Uh, so for them to overcome this and, and get to where they go to is almost an achievement in itself. And you could almost see it was maybe a huddle too much tonight. Uh, to start with, when the, the goal went in, I thought, oh, Surely, if there is a god, let, let Denmark get to the final. But as the later the game went, and when England equalised, uh, you can almost just just seen one winner. And I actually feel, felt a wee bit sorry for them in the end because they looked dead in the feet. And and as I said, it was a huddle too much. I think see when teams like Denmark and stuff like that, they've not got the luxury like England are bringing some of their players on. I mean, Denmark had to make. I think they made three changes at one time and they used all their subs uh, in 90 minutes. I mean, England were going into extra time with still four subs to make. So if, if the game didn't go their way in extra time, they still had their legs. And I think that took it still. I think Denmark had to take somebody off uh, with an injury and go down to 10 men. So I, th- I think uh, over the over the piece, the, the games have probably took their toll on, on the Denmark squad and it was just a game too much tonight, but they can hang their heads high, they, they've done well. I think as well, just touching on the, the, the subs from Denmark, I mean, we're very quick to analyse England and talk about England because we're so close to that, but I wonder if back in Denmark they'll be looking and going, I wonder if we give England a wee bit too much respect, having the boy Poulsen, for example, on the bench, right. um, who had performed extremely well in the last two rounds and scored a couple of goals in the tournament. Maybe the the Danish should be going. I okay. We got to the semi final, and it's known as a good tournament. But if he, you know, he came on at a time in the game where England were on top, and Denmark couldn't get a foothold in the game. So, you know, it'd be interesting back in Denmark if they're looking at that going. We had a chance to go, and you know, he, he would run beyond, and you know, third man runner breaking the lines, etc. Denmark severely lacked that um, throughout the first seventy five minutes when they're on top. So if he'd been on the pitch for the start, and as Wilson's kind of been saying, the coverage. I mean, it's, it took twenty five minutes. For I think the line was, you know, there is another side to the story here for them to mention Christian Eriksen and even the, the, the you know, even recognise that Denmark were playing. It took 25 minutes for that to be the case. So, you know, I would have quite liked Poulsen to be on the, the park for the start, maybe cause England a, a few more problems. And aye, they went one up, but I think if he'd been on the pitch, he probably would have had more than a, more of a say than in the last kind of 15, 20 minutes they did get. See that, that Braithwaite. How he plays for Barcelona, I'll never ever know. I thought he did all right, didn't he? He's I not Barcelona class. But, <laughs> but like, if he doesn't play for Barcelona, he doesn't play in front of that building. Right, but, but again, it's squad rotation and tired players, etc. Surely adrenaline's taking Pilsen through the first 70 minutes, and if you need to change him, you need to change him rather than the other oh, way about, no? You would think so in big games, absolutely. 
definitely. Um, but the hi- the highlight for me was the commentator. I, I was it was quite late on. I think it was still in the ninety minutes, and Eng- England got a corner, and he, he said, "Here come the special teams, which you would get in the NFL, etc." To you know, convert or score a touchdown. And every England set piece is just knock it into the box and let Harry Maguire go and have a shot at it. There was not one set piece worked. You know, there was not anything. Sterling blasted one off the wall, early doors. And then everyone was just chucked into the box for Maguire. Now, when you saw the bit of the national anthem, some of these Denmark players were two on above Harry Maguire. So that, that, that I mean, maybe it's because Alan Russell's not there anymore. They don't maybe work <laughs> on these um, set pieces and all that kind of stuff. Now, well, but, uh, that, they scored three, three in the last round. Uh, just corners in it. Uh, exactly, but then that was Henderson and it was very up a bit. Whereas tonight yeah. it was just aiming for Maguire. Uh, Disappointing. It's an unbelievable bet, by the way. Harry Maguire get two headers on target in the 90 minutes. Uh, even he, even if they don't you know, trouble the goalie, he, you know, he yeah, seems to top. get on the end of everything. Uh, size of that heat right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we'll move on to Sunday. We'll do a preview show to preview the final later on in the week. But England, I've just looked in the the bookmakers. England are favourites. Rory, that goes against what you thought. How do you see the game going right now? We'll, we'll preview it in depth later on. But what's your thoughts in the final now we know who it is? Listen, I, I've not seen the odds. So if you're, if you're saying that England are the favourites, I, I don't know if you're talking... You know, a fraction of a difference or a, a massive difference or whatever. England, prices, England, are, England are four to six to win it. Actually, okay. eleven to ten. So as tight, but yeah. England are odds on. So, look, I think the bookies are probably looking at that going. It's a bit of a coin flip. However, Aye. given the home advantage, given the fans, will give England the edge. That that that's probably because let's be I honest. I think that's the, home advantage. I let, let, let's be honest. The bookies couldn't care less um, as long as they make money. Um, but what I will say is that. I genuinely believe that when push comes to shove on the day, I think Italy will have too much for England. I really do. Um, I think that England did well against Germany. They deserve to win the game overall, but I think Italy are a, a different beast. I don't think England have played a team of, England, of of Italy's quality yet. I think there's something a little bit different as well. Even even the scenes at the end of the Italy game, you know, it wasn't the celebrating getting to the, whatever else, you know, you, you, you know, they're all singing uh, Spinners all his name. They had the shutout. They, it's very much a team environment. It's very much um, one for all, for one, that type of idea. And don't get me wrong, England have got things going in their favour as well. I just think Italy can score out of nothing. And if Sterling has an off day, for example, I think Italy, I think England, will, uh, it's crazy to say, but you look at Sancho, you look at Grealish, etc., etc. I know Grealish set up Sterling, but um, in the Czech Republic game, but I just think Italy have got too much quality all over the pitch. I, I really, really do, and I, I don't, I cannot see any other outcome than a comfortable Italy win. When I say comfortable, I don't mean scoreline wise, but two and a half Italy would be my prediction. Wilson, how do you see it going uh, from an early perspective? I, I, I think Italy will come out the traps quickly, um, but I think um, I can't necessarily not see them possibly scoring but I think England will just pick them off I think they've got the quality to pick them off the range of passing uh, coming from the back the wide players the pace of Walker etc I, I can't see any other than a, a comfortable England win and when I say comfortable I'm going 3-1 I think Italy, Italy might score but as I say I, I think England will be, will be too physical for them as well 
I think they might be a 20 minute kind of physical for Keeling and Bajini, you think so? So, say, take, take Kane and Immobile out of the equation because for me, Kane is by far and away the better striker. Where do England excel over Italy anywhere else on the pitch? I think I, Sterling's I, better than Antonio. I think I think Sterling, Grealish, Mount, Foden have all had excellencies. I mean, again, I don't see much of the Italian players, but I, I think all those guys are more than capable. I um, think, I think Ali's midfield's better than England. I think Rice and Phillips can dish it out, etc. You know, I don't know if I don't know if the, the Italian fellas can, Jorginho, etc. And I just I just think England might want it to be a bit of a battle. You know, if they can isolate Kane up against the two good centre halves who are aging as well, I th- I think that the pace of England and the uh, and the physical presence of like Stones, etc. Um, I, I can see England winning the game very, very comfortably. Shankers. Physical presence of stones? Physical presence. I, I mean, I know you've scored past them. I've heard this before. I think if anybody... Maguire, Stones, Walker, Shaw, these guys can mix it as well. If anybody was to give Stones' attributes, I think physical strength would probably be last on the list, no? He's big. He's a big physical... He must be a physical player. A big lad. Plays centre-half for the champions. He's no, he's no fairy. I mean, he must have been in his Barnsley days to let you skip past him. He must be pretty slow. But a uh, big physical attributes. I would say you're right. Maybe, again, I think the forward players are better than Italy's forward players. I think at the moment you would take Benucci and Chiellini before Stones and Maguire. You'd maybe take the goalie before Pickford. But again, 11 v 11, I think England can mix it and, and be physical. So if you're so taking the two centre-backs... Why, why you don't on Sunday we, we do uh, England, Italy, we'll pick an 11 out of the whole the two squads. It's interesting though. So if Wilson's taking the goalie and the two centre backs, for me, so you're picking Jorginho, so you're picking Rice and Phillips over Jorginho? And, and a physical battle, absolutely. Every day of the week. Jorginho's a better player, but in terms of turning it into a physical battle, I'm taking Rice and Phillips to be able to dish it out more than others. The Italian midfield. Ah, but Pacini and and, and um, Chiellini, you, you can't tell me that they're not up for a physical battle. They you? don't play centre midfield, though. <laughs> no, but they don't play centre midfield, but you're picking those two above Stones and Maguire, so those two can do the physical side of things and then can feed the ball to Jorginho, is my point. Aye, but Rice and, Rice and Fuzz will kick their heat off. <laughs> they're not getting near him. In the, in the middle they're of not the getting near him. Not As I say, near set, set pieces, I think England will be a wee bit more dangerous because I think they'll be able to compete a bit better. I say Sean Walker, no shrinking violets either, and I think. And it, Walker and was again, exceptional tonight, wasn't he? Walker uh, was good tonight. Yeah, boy, he's really good. So quick, uh, he's ridiculously unbelievably quick. quick. There was one oh. in the first half. His recovery was ridiculous. Uh, ah, yeah, was, was that the one? In, was that the one with Braithwaite was going to go? Uh, I don't know, but I thought he was going to shoot like go one and one with the goal. Uh, like, it was so quick. Uh, Shankers, you've got the cash and vote. What was the Rory have went with? Opposite sides, where you're going. Give us a score, Wilson. You've not given us a score. 3-1 England. Um, I'm siding with Wilson. I think everything's in favour of England. The way it's went so far, you can almost you can see at times where, like sir, the whole England-Germany thing, uh, it's went against them in the past. They've overcame it. 
the, the rights are a decision going their way like that. I think everything's just kind of falling into place. The game at Wembley as well. Like, like that's as Rory touched on it. That's probably the reason why they are favourites, but. They, sh- they should be at Wembley, the majority of the supporters. Everything's just fallen into place for them, and, and that's why I, I think they'll win it. I think I think they've also got better options for the side where if they're not winning or they, they're needing a wee bit of something, I think England's got a better option coming off the bench. Whereas, I would definitely agree with that. Nah, I would agree with that as well. Is, 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 is it Anthony Taylor or Michael Oliver? Who's refing it? <laughs> Who's the ref going to be? Uh, I think it'll be that German. Is it German boy that was refing the semi last night? It should be one of the semi finalists referees. I don't think gets. it is. I don't think the semi finalists do the final. I might be wrong, know. but I think it's somebody in the. I think it's always somebody that doesn't get the semi final. See, that, that, that's why I wound up tonight. It was the ref not changing that decision because you'll never, if, if he gives that, gets it wrong, does he get another big game? Well, if, it, if that's the case, what, what, is, what happens there? Does he get the final because he's, he's stuck to his guns? No, because he's made a mistake and UF will be sitting saying, you should have went to the VAR. The VAR girl got a half as well, I'm sure, because see that's the, a mistake. See the, I don't, see I don't the think way. it's his. I don't think it's his choice to go over the screen. Or what? I think he gets told to go. I think not. he gets told to go too. But okay, you know, the other. No, way, no, I disagree. That, that with you. Not, I'm, not disagree, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you, Wilson, at all. I, I just don't think it's his decision to see the screen. So, so he has to be told to go to the screen. Right? I, think I, think so, told, right? I think he's. I think he's told. I think they're advised. I think he's. Told, I think he should go and have a look at it. Go and have a look at that, like, and if. It's up to him to kind of make a decision if he does it or not. But another way to look at it is, I can't ask your thoughts on this, Wilson. If that's for Denmark, that penalty decision, is there an outcry from the England team? Of course there will be. I think any team against that, they'd be surrounding the referee, and I think you'd have buckled under the pressure and then possibly when had a look at the monitor. Now, again, I can understand that point if he's advised because every referee would be like, every two minutes, I better go and check if that's throwing was the right way. I better go and check that. We've been there for four and a half hours. Do we think the um, has been used well up until this? Up until I, this I, I honestly, and I know that it's had its kiddies. I, I think if it comes up, <coughs> excuse me, with the right decision, then then it's right. Now, if the if the rule book states that if it's a fingernail or an elbow or a toenail, you're offside, then if that gives you the right decision, it's maybe the rules you need adjusted. Cat amongst okay. the pigeons here, though. The Harry Kane one, Wilson. If that penalty is given. That's not getting overruled, right? So the fact it wasn't given kind of kind of dilutes your theory about them, you know, it'd be a fix or other estimate because Harry Kane's one could easily have been given and that would not get overturned because it was contact, right? But it wasn't given and it wasn't overturned because it wasn't clear and obvious. However, if that was given, there's not a chance that's getting overturned. Harry Kane gets to the ball first and he gets and, and the Denmark player makes contact with Harry Kane. The referee is strong and says not no penalty. However, if that's given, it does not get overturned. So yeah, that gives, it still gives Denmark an hour to get back into the game. You know, he's obviously been well warned after the Harry Kane one saying you had your chance. Do you think that was a penalty though? Do you think it was a penalty? Harry Kane's one though, because he's an absolute cheat. He is one of the world's worst divers, but because he's English, gets away right. with it. Yeah, I, like I, I don't disagree great. with you. I don't disagree with you, but do you think that was I, a penalty? I, I, no, I don't think it was a penalty. No. no. I, I thought momentum. Is such and he's he's brilliant at it. Don't get me wrong. It was like the old one that Shearer used to do 
you know, as soon as the ball was played long, Shearer would just, you know, take, go forward and draw in fouls all the time. Um, and Kane, I mean, he's excellent at it, but he's a cheat. There's no doubt in that. He's an absolute cheat. Shankers, do you want to finish your prediction for the England Italy game? <laughs> uh, I think England will win. Come on, Shankers, you get one, right? Two won England with a very, very brilliant performance. Very, very brilliant. <laughs> we are going to wrap up the show there. I just want to thank Wilson, Rory and Shankers for coming on. We are going to do a preview show for the final in depth in the next few days. I don't know what day we're going to do it yet, but we'll be back on at some point before the final. Follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channels. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cheers. 